0: Welcome back to the Show Me Show podcast for episode 18. Uh, It is Monday, June 20th, and it's been a little while since we've uh, been back on the mics. Uh, Had a little bit of a hiatus with some vacations involved, including myself. Uh, But we're back. We're here to recap the NBA Finals. We missed all of it, technically, uh, since we've last recorded. Uh, And then uh, a little NFL stuff, a little NHL stuff that is there also in the Stanley Cup Finals, the Avalanche and the Lightning. Some Cardinal stuff, uh, segments as well are finally back. And our two NFL wheel spins for this week since we missed last week's. And yeah, so a decent show to finally come back to. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get right into it. Three two, one. Welcome back to the show me show. Um, first things first, Cam was right. Yeah. Warriors in six, I predicted warriors in six and they actually won in six, which is honestly probably my first correct championship prediction in a really long time. Although, I think I did uh, predict the Rams to win the Super Bowl.
1: but Like before the Super Bowl?
0: Yeah. Uh, But uh, I missed on the Alabama-Georgia. I thought North Carolina was going to be able to pull it out against Kansas.
1: So, yeah, I've been on a little bit of a
0: cold streak. but
1: Well, I found one. I was just off by a game. I had the Warriors winning it as well, but in seven. So, I actually – like after game five, I really thought that I was going to be right. I was like, Warriors are definitely winning this in seven games, but the Celtics just suck. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the
0: Celtics got home for game six and they were off to the races, you know, 12-2, timeout by Steve Kerr. And then, uh, yeah, the Warriors happened. happened. So, um,
1: 21 nothing run. Yeah, over longest, the span of like nine minutes.
0: Yeah, it was the longest. NBA finals run in 50 years, 21 uh, 0. Uh, and then I think Jalen Brown hit a three. And then the Warriors just kept scoring after that, too. It didn't matter that they ended the run. Uh, yeah. They led at halftime by 15. And the closest I think the Celtics ever got it to was eight during late, third quarter. Third quarter, I think. Yeah. I, and honestly, that's impressive,
1: though, because yeah. after a run like that, most teams will just lay down but they knew they had to they had to win. you know if they lost it was over so they fought back the warriors were just they had too big of a lead
0: yeah i was I'm, too
1: insurmountable
0: well i mean curry was just playing too good i mean yeah. honestly the warriors didn't start missing threes and a bunch of shots until the fourth quarter yeah like uh, i'm clay thompson had like 5 <laughs> there was a stretch where the warriors actually weren't hitting any shots but they were playing really good defense and it didn't really matter. yeah. Um, Steph Curry finally gets his finals MVP um, and it was obvious. I mean he was the best player in the series so it was well deserved and he you know he only had that really one bad game really and he still scored 16 but uh, he was 0 from nine from three point range in game five. Yeah. I want to say but it just didn't matter. I mean, he had a 40-point game. He dropped 30. No, he dropped – did he drop 40 again
1: in the – In the, game what, six? I don't think so.
0: I don't know what he dropped in game six, but it was still over 30. And he played great the entire, the entire finals. He rebounded really well, uh, especially on defense. You know, he played solid defense, which is, you know, what a lot of the big NBA guys, you know, that talk about the NBA are starting to – Talk about more is that really good players that win championships with their teams are the guys that find ways to get better on defense, and uh, he definitely has. So Clay also started to show up as well. As yeah, the series progressed. especially on defense. Yes, especially on defense. So, um, and you know, I think the big takeaway for me was Golden State's role players just way outshined Boston's role players in the final few games. I mean, Grant Williams and uh, Derek White, uh, they just really didn't do a whole lot of anything. And uh, Golden State's players did a lot of something. I mean, Kevon Mooney kept crashing the boards hard. Uh, Jordan Poole, who it's just crazy to call him a role player, but sometimes he really is Mm -hmm. a role player, and he played awesome. Uh, The Game 5, Buzzer, beater three at the end of the third quarter that just lifted them to the victory. Pretty much after that, they had all the momentum. Big Mo was on their side after that. You know, just great play from their role guys. Draymond Green even in games five and six was really good. Like despite vintage being yeah, Draymond he was Green
1: terrible the first half of the series. Though, yeah,
0: but I mean, holy cow! On defense and on offense with his passing, he is. He was really good in games five and six, and now he has the every right to chirp everybody online, which is oh yeah, exactly which is what, what he's doing. Right the parade's now. today, so yeah, the parade's uh, Monday, going on
1: right now. Monday morning, so they're they're having a, a blast there in California. But I, mean, the Warriors do not win this series without Steph Curry, but they also don't win the series without Andrew Wiggins. Yes, so he's equally as important. I think. I mean, Curry was. He was better offensively. And he was fine defensively, whereas Wiggins was the opposite. Wiggins, I think, was more clutch, like he's in got more shots at the end of games. You know, you know, in the fourth quarter, whereas Curry did it in the first three quarters, which they it all came, count the same, you know, in the grand scheme of things. But
0: Andrew yeah.
1: Wiggins played amazing. He earned, he earned that ring. Yeah, very much. So uh,
0: I have uh, always liked Andrew Wiggins for some reason, which is weird because he went to Kansas, but I always have. And uh, I always hang on to the stat that he has more career points than Kawhi Leonard. And, yes, you can look that up. It's a real-life stat. I always tell my, my dad that one. And it felt good to watch him play so good in these finals. Yeah, he's I only
1: think, got one more ring to catch up to Kawhi, too.
0: That's also true, yeah. Well Wait, is it? Yeah. I thought he had two with San Antonio.
1: I don't think so. Because they just beat LeBron the one year. That was it. They lost the other years.
0: Okay. Who did? All right. So they beat the Thunder one year, the Spurs and the Spur. No, they beat the won, Thunder
1: in the pl- in the playoffs, not only, the finals.
0: No. The he, oh, you're talking about the Heat. Yeah, yeah the Heat yes. beat the Thunder and then the Spurs, and that's it. That's all they won down there. Yeah, which is weird to think about. Sometimes I in my head I feel like they won three.
1: Well, they lost to the but, Mavericks. And Which the was of the Spurs
0: all time LeBron. Like if you're a LeBron hater, you just zoom in on that series. Oh yeah, against the Mavs. But uh, yeah, also we got to talk about how Tatum was just super inconsistent the whole finals and
1: a turnover. Well, machine. I here the turnovers were yes a huge problem. He broke the record for turnovers in the finals. First player to ever have over a hundred, or not in the finals. Playoffs. He was the first player to have over one hundred turnovers in the course of playoffs. Now, granted he did have two seven game series in there, but still it's a lot of turnovers. Uh, I don't think he was like terrible. Like if you really look at his stats versus like a young LeBron or something in the playoffs, they're very, very similar. And LeBron wasn't bad. Just Tatum had so many turnovers and it seemed like at the end of games, like when they needed someone to hit shots, he just gave up. Like he couldn't finish at the rim and he might've been tired
0: yeah, there's a good chance this team was gassed. But, uh, I mean, he didn't even start in the fourth quarter in game yeah. six. Um, i uh, I'll cut him some slack because, like I said, like you said, this is his first NBA finals, but the lights are pretty bright for him. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he'll probably be back a couple of times in his career, to be
1: honest <sighs> with you. Yeah. Um, I don't know.
0: I don't know if it'll always be with Boston, but I can definitely see him getting back. I mean, okay, he's probably going to continue to get better. I don't think he's maxed out on you know. I don't think Jason Tatum has peaked, uh, and uh, he's still a hell of a player. But I, I, yeah.
1: I cannot confidently say he will be back in the finals. It's so hard in today's era, more in the NFL than it is NBA. But to say that, oh, well, you know, the team's young, which it is, they'll be back. That's not necessarily the case because there's so many other good teams. You well, know? like in the Eastern Conference, you're going to have to compete with the Bucs again. Maybe yeah, they'll be fully healthy saying. this year. Uh, then you'll have to compete with teams like the Heat, who are always going to be around. You're going to have to compete with the 76ers, whatever they're going to do. Maybe, maybe the 76ers, who knows? The Raptors will be there. Uh the magic maybe will be yeah. up here pretty soon. They're going to have Chet and Jalen Suggs on the same team. Uh, yeah. Hawks I'm, maybe would trade whatever they do. Yeah. I mean, there's so a, many teams that
0: it's a grind. Are. The East is a grind, I think, is what we're trying to say mm-hmm. here. That's why it's hard to get back. But, you know, the big giant that you have to try to slay each year for me is Giannis. So, you know, that's. It's kind of like LeBron all over again with them, for them, for the Celtics. You know, the, that's, that's one, one guy that they're going to have to find a way to get past each year, and I don't know if they're going to be able to do that.
1: You'll be like the be Raptors honest. trying to get past LeBron.
0: Yeah, impossible. But I mean, it's just like the Celtics. Celtics could hardly ever get past LeBron, too. They did it a couple of times, but, you know.
1: And it I was literally just LeBron. LeBron. It was not the Cavs
0: either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> just LeBron. 2018, it was four literally, literally – LeBron yeah. I mean that's
1: him and four other guys that that occasionally made shots yeah that uh, when they had, when they were wide open when, when they were butt naked wide open because LeBron was being triple guarded but
0: yeah also I know uh, Jalen Brown sent social media especially Twitter into a whirl throughout the playoff or throughout the finals with uh you know dribbling off his foot and his knee and stuff like that and turning the ball over a lot as well yeah um, He's still a hell of a player, and he was their best scorer in this series
1: too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, he played well. I thought so. He played good defense, and he played solid offense. So he played like a star in the series. I think. Yeah, but he's uh, just—they both just need to. They turned the ball over too much. I mean, they
0: Celtics led the turnovers. Like they had more turnovers than the Warriors pretty much
1: every single game in that series. So I don't think Jalen Brown's a first star though. I don't think he's like a star player on a team. He's a very, very good player, but I just don't see, he's not the all NBA type player. I, I don't, I just don't see it. Well, I mean, you have
0: Tatum who was all NBA, yeah. but Tatum I, needed I to be
1: better. I'd take Jalen Brown too. I mean,
0: Jalen, I, I don't think he's as good as Tatum, but I mean, like I said, he, he was able to be, uh, quite the score for them mm-hmm. in the series, especially from three point range when they needed shots. Um, I wrote down smart was smart for the most part, you know. I mean, he played really hard. He played good defense. He played good defense. uh, for sure. Yeah, but he did flop around a little bit, which I thought was funny. I didn't think he did that too
1: much, but yeah, he made some shots. He missed some shots. Yeah, it was a pretty typical he, he was, smart uh, he brought series. the energy for sure. You know, he was the the ball energy that was running around and causing uh, chaos. I could say him, him and Draymond Green on the same court at one time is definitely a uh, interesting scene. But... Yeah, yeah. I, I'll never forget. You know, I think it was game one or two.
0: Draymond Green was literally run blocking. Like, like <laughs> oh, yeah. he was going back to his tight end days at Michigan State and run blocking for Steph Curry on screens. It was, it was crazy. I mean. But uh, he found a way to kind of like tone it down just a little bit in games five and six to where uh, he was causing so much chaos but wasn't drawing quite as many fouls, you know, and they hawk like the – refs hawk him. You know, they're looking to call fouls on him because I think – man, I can't remember the stat if it was 17 fouls and 15 points at one point in the series. (laughs) But it was – I think that was at game four. Um, it was bad, but
1: yeah, he, uh, he was the first player to foul out in three games in a, in a series and yeah, like, what 50 years or something like that. No, it was like 20 years.
0: Yeah. I don't think it, the 50 stat was the 21, nothing run. Yeah,
1: that's right. It, I think it was 20 years. I think it was like 2000, 2001, something like that. But um, it, he is a troll, Draymond Green. Yeah. He right. We had a podcast episode like the morning after every single game. It was so fun. Like,
0: During the game, one of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. He's just at halftime. times like, hey, guys, interviewing in the locker room now. But, like, literally, you'd wake up the next morning, and there would just be a brand-new podcast. And you're like, how did you have time mm-hmm. like, to, to do a post-game stuff, get back to your house or your hotel, and film a podcast? Like,
0: he's committed. I well, uh, somebody was bashing him for it, I think, after game four. And then he kind of toned it down, and uh, he, I don't think he recorded during games five or six.
1: During the games,
0: well, during the games for sure. But uh, like, I don't know if he had a show
1: between the span of five and six. Oh, he did. He had he had won every single game. He did. Yeah, I listened to part of the after game six one, just because you know it was the championship one. He had a good interview with Andrea Iguodala. But, and I saw like all the previous episodes and when they were released, and it was literally the morning after every single game. So he's a troll. He's also running around at the parade like a troll today. So, yeah. Yeah. He's, he just had a rings, troll moment for
0: ring. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Robert Williams, and Al Horford, I said that they were pretty solid too. Yeah, Horford for sure. was really good in game three. He pretty much won them that game. I think he had 26 points in that game. Um, and they took a two-one lead in the game three. That, that arena during game three was, three was three. awesome, mm-hmm. TD Garden. Um, but uh, Robert Williams, he is a stud, man. But he
1: played really, really good. Like, he Defensive is fun stud to watch. Yeah.
0: yeah, he has very little offensive game. But I saw, I think they uh, he was at the free throw line in either game five or six, and it showed his field goal percentage. And it was like ninety-two percent. Because <laughs> he was just, you know, right layups, uh, right below the rim or basket and just dunks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all he did. So, uh, yeah, uh, if they can, if he's healthy next year, uh, the whole year, he's probably, he, he has a great chance to win defensive player of the year, which would be two years yeah. ago for them, for the Celtics to have a player. Yeah,
1: hopefully he does get healthy because he was hurt like the entire playoffs. So I want to see him healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I have the tweet of the week, or of the finals. Like, my favorite tweet that I saw, there so many of them. But it was it was the one about Jordan Poole, where it says, like, Jordan Poole hoops like it's a student versus staff game at school. <laughs> it's, it's so true. The way he just, like, acts after he makes a shot, it's – you think, it's like, Steph Curry's bad? Jordan Poole's like that, but – Wars.
0: yeah <laughs> he earned it though on the on the buzzer beater yeah you know what and i'll say this about jordan pool there's another couple few tweets out there and they're so damn true i mean uh one guy said jordan Poole shoots and plays like it's recess and all the girls just showed up to watch. exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, he plays exactly like that and uh it it paid off though in the end uh he played like we said earlier You know, it's crazy that he is sometimes considered a role player, but he definitely was in this series. And he showed up, and that's big for him. Uh, He had a crazy development year this year. And if he can continue to get better, you know, who knows? Uh, Obviously, I don't think there will ever be another Curry, but he might be the guy when Curry's done to take the reins of, you know, the top guard there.
1: Yeah, I mean – I think it's time for way too early predictions for next year. For NBA? Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. I saw something. It was this guy. He posted a TikTok during quarantine two years ago, or like right when the pandemic hit. And he predicted the next five NBA Finals winners. And so far, he's three for three. Are you serious? Yeah. Three for three. Yeah. Uh, he picked the Lakers, which I think was a fairly common one, you know. Mm. And then he picked the Bucks, which... That one's so – it's a little bit of a reach, but you can kind of see. And then he picked the Warriors. Um, uh, see, I See, I'll i tell you this.
0: You know, once before – like this. Uh, this is what I mean by this. Like before the season, I would have never picked the Warriors. During the season, though, Warriors was not a bad pick. I mean, yeah. they, like there were some games with Curry. I was just like, wow. I mean, he is – and Pool. Poole during the regular season was awesome. And uh, I was like, man, damn, this is a good team. And if Clay has any glimmer of what he used to be, this they're probably gonna make a deep run in. Clay oh, yeah. know, wasn't I, old
1: Clay, but he was good. He was but good. I I think even at the beginning of the playoffs, when you're looking at the Western Conference bracket, everyone was like sons, sons, sons. Yeah. You know, there's was. always the off chance that they don't make it. And it's like if the Suns don't make it, it's gonna be the Warriors. Like there's yeah. no other team that's going. It's uh, I either don't, the Suns or the Warriors. I don't, even, I,
0: think... I don't even remember who the two seed was. Memphis. There it was Memphis? Yeah.
1: Okay. But it just shows like I I didn't see one person pick anybody else except for the Warriors or the Suns in the finals. And it makes sense because those are the only teams that really were built for the finals. Yeah, I mean the Grizzlies, like they were built for the regular season. Yeah, and Ja got
0: a shitload better than he was last year. Oh yeah, most but, improved
1: player award.
0: Yeah, um, but you know they didn't have yeah an NBA Finals team. Exactly, so, and you know the Suns. I think I predicted Bucks Suns again, but then Middleton got hurt, and Chris Paul, Chris Paul, so did mm-hmm. Devin Booker. Devin Booker, his like his playoff road is getting swept under the rug. Under the rug, and not me. No, Devin Booker, bad. He was not good to these playoffs in my eyes, and yeah. uh, he definitely deserves a good chunk of the blame. And, uh, yeah. And who knows? Um, it looks like they might be shipping eight now sometime soon. Yeah. He wants a
1: big contract, but we'll see. I, I picked, I picked Suns as well, but I picked the Celtics. So I was, yeah, you were, I I was was a little, yeah, you got that one dead on. So, so I, I think I picked the Suns to win it all, but regardless, I forget who the guy picked because the guy that was three for three, he picked the nets in either next year or the year after I think it was next year. That's where he might falter. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a risky pick. I forget who the other one was though. I, I, I can't remember. It wasn't the Mavericks, it wasn't the Suns. It might oh, no, oh it was the Celtics next year and then that's the year after that. Oh, okay. That's what it was. I remember that now.
0: I think whoo. This might be bold, but I might I could see the can Clippers getting there next year.
1: Clippers. Wow.
0: Clippers and I. I still want to say box.
1: But... What happened to Ka- Kawhi Leonard tore ACL, right? Yeah. So he was out the totally whole back. season. Paul George
0: got way better in my nah. eyes. Like he played way better at the end of the season. Uh, he was not playoff P.
1: Well, he, he got COVID
0: P actually, but uh, he was
1: actually not playing P.
0: Yeah, they they did because he, was... he didn't play. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. the COVID thing. Yeah. But uh I thought Paul George held his ground at the end of the year, but uh, that Timberwolves team was uh that was super funny when they
1: Yeah. When they they beat, had a uh, bigger celebration than the Warriors was yeah. when they won.
0: I saw another tweet. This is another great NBA Twitter tweet that said, "I'm going to tell my kids this was the 2022 NBA Champions." And it was the pictures and images from the after the Timberwolves won that play-in game. And all the images from that, you know, yeah. him jumping up with the fans and stuff like that.
1: Ugh. But, man! Way too early finals predictions. I'm definitely going the Bucs in the yep. East. Clippers, Bucks is mine. But oh, you're going Bucks, man. I could go the Heat as well because I think they're going to get Embiid. I really do. Oh my God, that would! I'm for that. You know,
0: like we, um, I cheer for LeBron,
1: but at the end of
0: the day, I have no NBA ties. I really like the Pelicans for some reason. I, Zion, yeah, because he's fat. I love watching the Pelicans. I was, mm, I was cheering for him so hard against the Suns. That was so much fun. That was a fun six-game series.
1: Um, I, I I hate the Pelicans. Like it's for some reason I just don't <laughs> like them. I don't know. I like them. Maybe it's New Orleans. I like, I like uh,
0: when Jameis Winston shows up too and is cheering him on. and uh they have a good they have a solid fan base like it's a little bit underrated it's a weird market to have an nba team but they still show up and they have an awesome arena and uh, well you know how they show up for saints games yeah well yeah but it's a football like that's That's a football city yeah it's a football city and not only is it a football city it's a football state you know LSU. lsu tulane even has a good fan base um
1: the raging Ragin
0: Cajuns, the Cajuns,
1: Cajuns, Louisiana, ULL. yeah, U L Monroe,
0: yeah, <laughs> they're
1: horrible. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, big football state. So. Hmm. In the West, I, I, I could pick the Lakers. I, I think no faith. Big... I have no faith in them anymore. Anthony Davis is going to be back. He's shooting now. He's practicing off-season We got to talk again. about that for a second too. You know, he <laughs> you now apparently he does this every year, but
0: this is the first year that he like went public with it. Apparently he only like lifts weights and kind of just takes care of his body for I don't know if it, like two. he hasn't played since like April 5th.
1: He's basically like an average healthy human being Yeah, he, in the off season. That's
0: what I'm doing right now. Literally exactly. Lifting weights and a little bit of cardio. And he said he hadn't touched the ball since the last time he had played. So like he hasn't gotten up any shots on his own. And this just happened like last week Mm -hmm. and uh, the media berated him. Um, NBA Twitter was all like, damn LeBron really going to end his career with four rings. You know, just quote tweeting the Anthony Davis saying, I haven't shot a basketball since like April 5th.
1: Yeah. It was a, it was in a video. He was like, playing he back. was
0: on a pot or with like some youtubers yeah i think it was i don't know if it was phase but i don't know who it was but
1: it might have been but they like pass him the ball he's like man i like when's the last time you shot a ball and he's like man it's been like three months <laughs> yeah but he was being honest yeah it's it a funny part
0: and then he immediately got back in the gym yeah, like and he after like posted the it on his instagram yeah and lebron tried to hype him up with a highlight reel on i think oh. it was instagram
1: That's the thing. Anthony Davis is a really good player. He just, I don't think he, it, some players, they don't have the dog in them. And I don't think Anthony Davis, he never has. has. I don't think he has the dog in him.
0: Even in New Orleans, which I can understand, you know, you're playing in New Orleans. And yeah, I just gave New Orleans a bunch of credit, but you're playing in New Orleans for
1: (laughs) basketball. Gave him a bunch of credit, but now I'm going to slander him.
0: Um, And he just felt no need to put his body on the line there. I mean, I always make the joke, you know, Anthony Davis would sit out a game because his hair hurt in New Orleans. I mean, yeah. and I remember thinking to myself when he joined the Lakers that, man, if LeBron wants to win a championship with Anthony Davis, he is going to – Anthony Davis going to have to toughen up a hell of a lot. And he did during that finals run bubble. But, I mean, this year he got hurt again. So he's very injury prone. And, you know, it's – so LeBron and in LA has been a little bit of the same, but he's also thirty seven, I believe. So, you know, it's kind of a little more expected for LeBron to endure more injuries, but I don't know if they'll he'll ever win another one. I'd have no faith in the Lakers.
1: Uh I'll have I'll have Lakers box.
0: I will that series would be incredible. That's it's literally LeBron, Giannis. I mean Mm-hmm. Same, not the, almost the same type of player. LeBron can do a little bit more shooting, but Giannis, Giannis
1: is becoming a good shooter. Yeah. So <laughs> he's starting to. Giannis in the playoffs shooting from three was kind of funny. It, it okay, was kind he, of but funny. It, look at his improvement from when he first. No, he's like improved. his first MVP season. He could not shoot to save his life, but now he can actually do it a little bit. So yeah, he knows, also needs get better. He's yeah. he's shooting basketballs in the off season. Let's if just say he can become a better free
0: throw shooter too, Giannis is missing a ton of free throws in all the series yeah. he's playing in.
1: Um so does LeBron though. Yeah, so is that's LeBron. his that's his weakest. It seems kind of weird to say it, but yeah, because it's like the easiest thing to do. But
0: sometimes it's just not, I guess, for tall yeah. guys, but. Yeah, At the end of the day, I wrote this down too. I'm really gonna miss the NBA playoffs. I that's that's my favorite part of the NBA season. I don't watch much NBA besides it, um, and you don't realize what well, you have until
1: it's gone. Mm-hmm. So. so that's yeah. for sure. We got the uh, NHL playoffs though. Yes, hey, they're still do. going on. Stanley Cup final. I forget where we were in the NHL season. When we uh, last recorded. Um, we weren't so, in the finals yet. I no. think we were in – the Blues had
0: just gotten eliminated. Yeah, the Blues had just gotten eliminated, and Tampa Bay was still playing with New York, I think. I think
1: the Avalanche were up like 3-0 or something like that. I don't think they had swept the Oilers yet. But regardless, the Blues are still the only team to beat the Avalanche in, in this year's playoffs. And I no, think they we did granted
0: – 20- Avalanche, like we think I think we said that they oh okay.
1: Won. Yeah, I think you're right. We, it was first reported. Yeah on the last exactly. Season,
0: but yeah. But uh, they were still playing the lightning were still playing the Rangers. And it looked like they were in trouble. But
1: well, that's what it looks like in this current series. Lightning are down two games to nothing, and in the last game they uh tough they, scene they to got say a the least train ran on them to say the least. Seven goals to zero <laughs> touchdown yeah it's it's literally like uh a broncos jaguars early october game seven oh,
0: nothing.
1: jesus <laughs> that's the best way i can describe it but except it wasn't broncos jaguars it was
0: broncos was buccaneers. a hockey
1: finals game
0: tom brady must have had covid i don't know what happened there huh well tampa bay so they would have been playing the buccaneers
1: Oh, oh! Um, I didn't, yeah. I just that would have had have to have a bad off. That would have had to have been that.
0: a COVID game for Brady. <sighs> um, but one thing Gabbard I want to say about this playoffs, this is pretty much all I have on hockey right now, is somehow my Facebook is just littered with these weird hockey groups that post stuff, and it just comes up on my feed. But they all hate the Lightning because, like, true hockey fans, I guess, don't like... The Lightning because they're about to a, a dynasty repeat the Stanley Cup, which is we, we always talk about. about. It's super hard to even repeat Stanley Cup.
1: Well, I think the reason, like true hockey fans, like out of the St. Louis area, are rooting just rooting for the Avalanche because they're so good. The Avalanche are actually a really fun team to watch. Like, if it wasn't for the person who owned them, yeah, p- gave their paychecks, I would probably be rooting for them in this series just based off the fact that. Uh, you know, the Kadri guy's hurt. He's out for the year. You know, karma, a little bit there. But so, they true. have such a fun line. They have so many goal scorers, and they have a superstar goaltender. Like, and they've been so, so good so many years in a row now. they mm-hmm. just choked in the playoffs, so this kind of feels like their year. And I think that's why true hockey fans are, like, rooting for them, because they're, like, yeah, but then, it's Colorado. And it's then a, like, it's a, hockey a, town. a couple years –
0: they will hate the Avalanche for sure. Because, oh yeah, definitely. but uh but like I said, these weird hockey groups are all hating on the av- are hating on the lightning because you know they've got this dynasty going and they're all rooting for the avalanche. it's just all over my feed, but I hate the Avalanche. you know, I hate Cronky and, yeah uh, I really don't want to see him win. It would be funny if Tampa Bay can come back like they've been doing in some of these series uh, but like, I
1: said Tampa Bay might be in trouble. Though. Well, this is <laughs> this <laughs> was my touchdown game. I don't know. This was my prediction before the finals. I I said Avalanche are winning the first two games at home, no matter what. That's just what they do. Tampa Bay doesn't really open up series very well. It will be two nothing Avalanche at the end. I said that, and I got a little worried at the end of game one because Tampa, you know, sent it to overtime, and I, I was like, maybe Tampa is just. On a different level, but nope. Avalanche escape that one, and then obviously blow out the second game. But this game three, I do believe it's tonight. This is where we're really going to find out who wins the series. If Colorado wins tonight, it's over. Well, yeah. If Tampa Bay wins tonight, I think it's also over. I think I literally think whoever wins this game tonight is winning the series. Like tonight. so, if Tampa Bay wins, because if got Tampa it. Bay comes back and wins like four to two or something boom they're right back in control of the series cuz now they know they can do it. They still have two other games at home. Yeah. They're a proven team and that's what they do. They just they start off series bad and then they have their backs against the wall and then they're they're like, "Oh, we got to play now." And when wow. they do that, they're better than any team.
0: Yeah. They they they're going to try so damn hard to make it a three-game series. You know, to mm-hmm. like tie it up and then just best of 3. Let's see. But yeah, I,
1: it is definitely a must win for them tonight, you know, because they don't want to go down 3-0. But just in the fact that they got to show something tonight, mm-hmm. you know, to, to they have to show a little bit of fight at least. My prediction, though, while we didn't say it on like the podcast, I did tweet it out. Some guy was like, oh, if you get the, you know, the score and the MVP right, I'll give you a free jersey or something like that. So I was like, say less, you know, all I have to do is predict. I predicted – it's on my Twitter account, if you don't believe me – Avalanche in four. Yeah. With Nathan McKinnon as the MVP. Now, <laughs> Nathan McKinnon hasn't scored a goal yet, so he's probably not going to win the MVP. But Still time. A- Avalanche – yeah, true. Avalanche in four is still on. It's still a go. And I still believe it's going to happen. I think they win tonight, and I think they win game four. Um, now, when, when I said that at the beginning of the series – I got a few comments on it. <laughs> even my dad was like, "Yeah, you, the Lightning don't win a game. Like, are you serious? Yeah. You really think the Lightning are?" I'm like, "Yes, the Avalanche are that good." I've been saying it all postseason. Right when the playoffs started, started, I picked the Avalanche <laughs> to win it all because I was like, "They're too good. They're too good." Even here in St. Louis, when they played the Blues, everyone's like, "Oh, the Blues could have a chance," and I didn't think they did. I if Bennington would have stayed healthy and played that whole series, I think we would have had a chance. But I did not, especially after Bennington got hurt, I was like, "It's we're done. It's over.
0: Honestly, dragging that series to six was super classy by the Blues. Oh, yeah. And was very impressive in my eyes.
1: I mean, we are still the only team to beat the Avalanche, and I do believe that when these playoffs conclude, we will be the only team to beat the Avalanche in the playoffs. We did it twice. so. But it all depends on game three. You're right. It does. I still think it'll be Avalanche and four, but uh, that also goes to show. This brings up another point about the NHL. If the Blues are the only team to beat them, the Blues were the three seed in the Western Conference, and they had to play the Avalanche in the second round. the A- The NHL needs to change their playoff format as soon as possible because it sucks.
0: No, I agree. I you make, make it make sense. Three
1: seed playing. In the first round, and then the winner of that has to play the one seed. That doesn't make sense.
0: No, I don't. I still don't get it. But uh... like you, you have
1: the top three teams, and only one of them can go to the conference finals, based on the the playoff uh, <laughs> setup. That's stupid. And I know why they they did it for one reason, and it's to get in division matchups. And it was to get this one, the Pittsburgh Penguins and. Washington. The NHL, when they made this rule, they wanted them to play every single year in the second round because it was such a big rivalry. Those two teams are old now and they're done. So, what? Why do we still have this stupid format that are that's screwing teams and letting teams like the Oilers, who while they did they played good, they're not a conference finals caliber team. Yeah, not yet, and they showed it too. They got sweat. They got bent over. <laughs> It wasn't close at all. It was never close. And we're just allowing teams like that. And and on the other side, the flip side, the Rangers, they weren't really a conference finals-ready team either. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. The Rangers are they there. I
0: don't know. I think by next year, Rangers might win it all. I mean,
1: I'll give a shout-out to them. They played hard. They, you know, were six games away from winning a, a cup which has only been done once in their history. So, but it needs to change as soon as possible. Get this playoff format just based on points, regular season points, kind of like the NBA does. The NBA does it right.
0: NBA does it off record, though.
1: Exactly. I think that's how it should be. If you have that many teams in the playoffs, that's what it should be.
0: So, yeah. Um U.S. Open was yesterday. Matt Fitzpatrick, who's from England, won it. Uh, I watched some of it. Some um, it was Father's Day, so Ron and Grandpa got to control the remote, and they wanted to watch the day game: Cardinals and Red Sox. So I didn't get to watch all of the U.S. Open, but the course, go course, go. The golf course uh, was brutal. It was tearing golfers apart. It was so funny. Some of the shots. It just makes me laugh. It's. Well, I've really started to like watching golf on Sunday. I, I can't. I don't yeah. really like watching it Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Unless but I it's love the Masters. Watching it on Sunday, it's literally like red zone, but for golf. Mm-hmm. You know, for the last day. You know how it just goes from guy to guy to guy, especially the leaders once they tee off. I love it. It was really fun. Um, Willie Zalatoris came close, but couldn't make the big putt at the end there, which allowed Fitzpatrick to win it.
1: Matthew Fitzpatrick. Is he uh, uh,
0: Scottish? He's from England. England, English? Yep. Okay. Um, So, yeah. I don't know if there's been a guy with braces to win the U.S. Open. (laughs) That's an interesting stat that I don't have the answer to. But,
1: uh, yeah. Um, It is kind of weird that. A British guy won the US Open. Like that's the first time the British have defeated us on our home soil in a long time. Yeah, been a while. Usually our know, pre George Washington. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um we're gonna talk a little NFL, some interesting stuff real quick in the NFL. Deshaun Watson is probably dead in the water. There's been multiple reports yeah. the last couple of days that uh the NFL is at the least gonna drop a full 17-game suspension on him, or the whole season. Um, And there's also been reports that the Panthers, who this has kind of been out there for a while now, but it kind of heated up, and then it kind of cooled down as of about yesterday. So who knows that Baker Mayfield might be a future Panther.
1: I think the Browns are starting to realize that Deshaun Watson is not going to play for him this year. Yeah, And if he does, it won't be for very much many games because his lawyer is not helping him out at all
0: which is interesting because you think he would have been able to find a better one but yeah true it i was talking to one of my other buddies about this you know it would be an incredible waste of talent the browns team if they don't have either one of those guys playing quarterback this year Mm -hmm. um say what you want about baker i think he's still a solid nfl quarterback that can win you games when he's healthy
1: when he's healthy. Like, last year he was not healthy. He sucked last year. He yeah.
0: shouldn't have played. Yeah, at the end of the year, yeah, Baker he sucked. sucked. Um, and he was hurt, and he was forcing himself to play because he's a he's a dog. You know, he's a competitive he, warrior. Yeah. Uh, he showed that in college, too. Um, but, you know, he was too hurt to play, and he shouldn't have been playing. Um, but they're just so talented on offense and defense. You know, Denzel Ward, uh, Grant Delpit, uh, Clowney, Garrett. Uh, the crazy weird last name Mike Jeremiah. Jackson. Yeah, Jeremiah from Notre yep. Dame. Uh, the Johnson safety guy. Uh, you name it. I mean, they've just got a great defense. And then on offense, you know they they did what uh, Landry walk, but uh, Mark Cooper, Mark Cooper now, Nick and, Chubb,
1: uh, Nick Chubb still Kareem Hunt, I do believe. Yeah, so.
0: and still have an awesome offensive line who. Honestly has been probably one of the best offensive line. Probably top two offensive line the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, so yeah.
1: I got Joel Betonio over there. Yep. Uh and they
0: don't they have Conklin now too?
1: Yeah, but he's always hurt. So he yeah, doesn't, he, was he doesn't here.
0: Um, so yeah. It but like I said, I I don't like the Browns. They're in our division, but it is as an NFL fan. Sad to see that that team might have no good quarterback next year. To but it's them. funny. It is. It's funny a Browns though. thing. It it's is such the a most Browns thing I've seen since they've gone zero and sixteen. It's incredible that this is the situation that they've dragged themselves in. And the Texans released a statement. They're like, uh "Yeah, that trade's not reversible,
1: and we're keeping all these picks. There's no they're way around it." Basically, laughing at them. Like, yeah. thank you for taking our liability at QV and giving us. Like what three first round picks in return? The future. Thank you. Yeah. So uh single handedly helped us rebuild.
0: We'll see how that goes, except they have Lovey Smith. We'll see how that goes.
1: And Jack Easterby.
0: Um but they uh do have Bill's Mafia, but that's yeah for another day. Uh, Um so yeah, we'll see what the Browns do this year. Another thing, this literally just happened like a couple hours ago. Chase Claypool just said he's a top three wide receiver in the league. And as a Steelers guy
1: This is this should have been in tough scene of the week. It, it should
0: have been, but it's. <laughs> I'm just going to go off on it right here. I can name three guys in the division, in our own division, that are better than him. One guy is on our team, Deontay Johnson. Amari Cooper. just uh, Not Justin Jefferson, sorry. Jamar Chase. And even T. Higgins, I believe, is better than him. Tyler Boyd might be better than him. Uh, I, it's I, close. Yeah, um, they're similar. And the Ravens—they don't really have anybody right now, but <laughs> they've got some guys developing, like Bateman, and uh, they—that's pretty much. They
1: don't—they don't pass though. They run the ball. Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, and the, the list just goes on and on outside of our division. Devonte Adams, Cooper Cup. Tyler Lockett, uh, Tyreek Hill, Waddle. Nah, eh, maybe I don't know about Waddle yet. Maybe they're probably Debo Samuel, Devontae Debo,
1: Adams, Justin, Justin Jefferson.
0: Jefferson. Uh, even Thielen had a good year last year, so um, mm. Mm. there's right. just it's just an insane
1: statement. Confidence, sure, but, but who, that's
0: delusional.
1: Like, who does he think he's better than? Because no way. He can look at himself and Devontae Adams and be like, yeah, I'm better than Devontae Adams. Yeah. Well, no way he can look at himself and Cooper Cup and be like, yeah, I'm better than Cooper Cup, especially after his last year. Yeah. Those two guys, not a chance he thinks he's better. So, everyone else, I would assume he thinks he's better than them. We've narrowed it down to that he he probably doesn't think he's better than
0: Cooper Cup and Adams, but... That he probably thinks he can make a case for himself against everybody else, which I have no idea how he thinks he could make a case that he's better than
1: uh, Stephon Diggs to start. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> greatest two-year start in the history of the NFL. They were literally in the same draft class. And he thinks he's better than them? No, I, I haven't. Tyree Kill over the past yeah.
0: few years. he I, I'm I'm assuming he probably just doesn't think Debo Samuel is a wide
1: receiver, or DK Chase Metcalf, AJ Brown. Look, there's all kinds of guys. Like how does how does one logically think that? That's that's a Draymond Green statement right there. Like I'm the <laughs> I'm a top three receiver in the league. So maybe the Seals are winning. To... Um. We've also, he, I mean, like I said, Deontay
0: Johnson. He's not better than Deontay Johnson. And also, if Juju's healthy, Juju's better than him. So, not even
1: top three on his team. Well, do
0: you
1: Oh yeah, true. But, yeah, um,
0: just an insane thing to say, honestly, because he's not. And we'll see this year.
1: However, like, if you would like to come to the Packers, and, no. and you could probably well, become a top three wide receiver then, if you want to give us a maybe some
0: of the young guys you just drafted. I like who Clay. No, <laughs> we'll give you. I'll take Stokes too if you don't want to. No, him. no, I,
1: we need Stokes. <laughs> Even though we did just sign Alexander, so locked him up a few weeks ago. Let's see, we'll give you. Well, it turns out if you don't remember, you need two good cornerbacks. If you don't remember the Tampa Bay game and the. No, we do. <laughs> no, we definitely do. You actually, if you want to win a championship, you need three good cornerbacks. Really, unless you're the Rams. They had three good quarterbacks.
0: Did they? I don't know about that. At the end of the year, they literally were just bringing up guys from the practice club. But they were good. They had Jalen Ramsey, and then everybody else was pretty much They played they good, had... though. They did.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I think it's probably the coaching, to be honest. Oh, let's see. If you're lucky, who, what positions do you need? We'll give you joy and love. I don't want Jordan Love. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I Jordan was Love I thought was about, about that pool. I thought yeah. about that
0: in my head. I'm like, okay, they would be willing to trade. I'm thinking about who they would be willing to trade.
1: You need a Q, you need a QB that's developed and has NFL experience. He has none of that. Yeah,
0: he does. He played, he against, played against the, the Chiefs the, and the got, winning
1: Super Bowl champions.
0: And they made his mother and girlfriend sit in the nosebleeds, which was hilarious, but <laughs> they lost. And okay, but it's the Chiefs. Was brutal. Yeah, but they. Yeah, exactly. It's the Chiefs' defense,
1: (laughs) and he did. Uh, He's got more NFL experience than Kenny Pickett, not by much. And and Jordan Love has been in Pittsburgh before. You know, he's played in Heinz Field. Well, he he's why he's been on the sidelines in Heinz Field. I think. No, wait. The game was in Green Bay last year. Never mind. I was trying to – I was like, he literally played for Utah State. I highly doubt they played Pitt. No, and I, Pitt doesn't – I was thinking this year when we played the Steelers, but never mind. Um, so, yeah, you can have your line. No, I don't Chase want Claypool. Okay, well, uh, do you need offensive line? Always. You can have Dennis Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he does have SEC experience. Yeah, actually, we might need Dennis Kelly. He um, had a good year last year. He stepped up. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you can have Zadarius Smith, too.
0: Not horrible, but we don't really need uh, too much linebacker yeah.
1: help. Well, he's also on the Vikings, so... That's
0: <laughs> also true. <laughs>
1: um, but, all right, you want to go tough scene of the week? Yeah, sure. All right. So, so we, we have, have multiple ones, I think. Cam, you can go first. Yours is better. Okay. Um. So, if you didn't know, I...
0: Took a pretty lengthy vacation, uh, kind of as like a graduation present for my family. Um, I went to New York, then Annapolis, Maryland to see the Naval Academy. Beautiful city, by the way. Uh, then to DC and then to Gettysburg, but when New York was by far the best. And, uh, when I was in New York, when you get there for the very first time, you realize that it's like a whole different planet. And, uh, the driving there is crazy. So you just take the subway Well, we got our subway cars and all that. And, uh, we took the subway to the nine 11 Memorial to do that, which was awesome. And then on the way home, uh, we got on the wrong train and as we were trying to figure out the subway system, like I said, we got on the wrong train and ended up in Brooklyn, across the (laughs) the river river. (laughs) and uh we were staying in 54th and 7th street at the warwick which is in manhattan if you didn't know and uh so yeah we took a train to brooklyn and we got out of the subway station we were like okay we're in brooklyn we need to take a train back to manhattan and we were on those two trains going to brooklyn and then back for probably about an hour so that was tough but future trip or tip for anybody who ever goes to new york for the first time it's a trial and error system even as a young person like myself you know who thinks that they know they can figure it out a little bit the subway system is trial and error it can be confusing as hell when you get there
1: uh but you actually do figure it out as you use it we used it well, you were there for like, what, six days no, or No, we were only there for about four days or four yeah. nights. Yeah, so if you live there for a month, you'll have it figured out is what you're saying. Believe
0: it or not, so we had a tour guide on one of our days, which is one of the best ways to see New York City, by the way, is to have somebody walk you through it and take you on the subway and stuff like that. Uh, he gave us some tips, but he said, you know, you don't, you don't learn every single station and every single where the trains go. Um, you still have to figure some stuff out as you go, but we were getting the hang of it by the, you know, by the time we, we were leaving, which was nice to see, but yeah, just be prepared for that. If you ever go there and the marijuana, be prepared for the <laughs> marijuana smell at every which turn of the city. Um, especially in times square, you can't walk more than a hundred feet without smelling it or getting it puffed pretty much in your face.
1: Cause it's legal there.
0: Yes, it is legal there. I even had some guy try to sell it to me and my sister. Really? Yeah. And there was a police within fifteen yards, and it's not like he was, you know, you can buy it, but you have to buy it from like a shop. It's not like you can yeah. sell it
1: sell it on the street. Yeah. So that was interesting. Back, my tough scene is Joe Madden. So as we don't, as we all know. Joe Madden got fired from the Angels uh, a few weeks ago in the middle of a 14-game losing streak at that. But while he was fired, actually, back up a little bit. So they have a 12-game losing streak. Yeah, he got fired at 12. Yeah, so uh, 12-game losing streak. Joe Madden's like, all right, I got to do something. You know, we've gone almost two weeks without winning a single game. So he shaves his hair into a mohawk. And he's he's like, I'm going to walk into the clubhouse with a mohawk. The guys are going to get a kick out of it. And then we're going to go break the 12-game losing streak because of this mohawk. Well, just a few hours after he gets this mohawk of his, he gets a call from, I guess, the president of the Angels. Like, hey, I need to meet with you. All right, all right. So he goes and he meets with them. He walks into the guy's office with a mohawk. He sits down. And the guy goes, Joe, I'm sorry to inform you, you've been fired. <laughs> Joe, I can, I can only, only imagine, imagine what his reaction is. Just sitting there with the Mohawk thinking, like, fired? So this is it. Like, I don't even get to see the guys anymore. Like, I can't even just, like, just I can go into the locker room and be like, hey, look at my Mohawk, but guess what, I've been fired. Just go win a game because of the Mohawk, you know?
0: I can't believe, like, in today's day and age, they don't let the coaches go in and – Say a final word,
1: you well, know, to the it, players. Sometimes, like at the end of the year, like when Joe Madden was fired from the Cubs, he knew he was going to be fired, like in the last series. So probably after the last game, he was like, "Hey, thanks, guys, for sticking with me," or something like that. But
0: I don't know. That's weird. When to you're me. fired
1: in the middle of the season, it's a little diff different.
0: But back to what you were just talking about, I would pay probably upwards. Uh, I'd, I'd pay at least $5 to see an image of Joe Madd's face in that office <laughs> after he got fired. Just like his blank stare
1: uh, after he
0: got fired with the bohawk. I would I would pay that much money. So, yeah, 5 bucks.
1: I, I probably would, too. I, I'd split it with you.
0: Yeah we, yeah, we could go in together to get yeah. one look at that image. Mm-hmm. That would be beautiful. I'm sure they have cameras in the office.
1: Uh, I don't know. They probably don't release the footage unless they have to. But yeah, I know exactly. I, that's what you know. Yeah. I understand that too. Um, but. but and then he has not only that, but then he has to walk out of the office past all the the people. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. A nice mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> he knows he's getting fired. Then he has to walk into his house, wait for his wife to come home from work, or I don't know if she works or not. But he has to walk into his house, go up to his wife, be like, "Hey, hey, honey." I- what happened to your hair? Oh, I got a mohawk, but I have something to tell you. I've been fired. <laughs> so I i don't know. He may be bald right now. He may have just shaved the mohawk off after that, but tough scene regardless. Yeah,
0: and I would also pay $5 more to see an extra image of his wife's face <laughs> after <laughs> seeing the mohawk and being told that he was fired. I would like to see that as well, but uh, yeah. Um, my, my next tough scene is just the, This is not a tough scene for me This is more of a tough scene for Jimmy Butler Wiggins got a ring before Butler
1: Yeah I think the whole uh, Thing with the Timberwolves and Butler I think he was more mad at Carl Anthony Towns
0: Oh yeah I do too because uh, I've actually even seen uh, Jimmy Butler say like Wiggins is a workhorse but he just needed Somebody to push him mm-hmm. And uh, Wiggins looks like he can be pushed. He has a pretty straight face about things, but yeah. So, yeah. Also, uh, another tough scene. Oh. La- last week's. Collective started, tough scene. Two both weeks us. ago, I guess, podcast, the audio was horrible. It was, it was like, like episode one and two all over again. So hopefully it's not like that this week. And if it's that bad, as uh, from two weeks ago, we will strictly go with the camera audio. Yeah, I don't static. think it is, I, I, but
1: yeah. I've been monitoring it periodically, so it should be. That was horrible. Like, I was trying to make a highlight clip from it because you predicted the Warriors in 6, and I was trying to make a highlight. And I was just listening to it, and I was like, this is, <laughs> this is terrible. It, it sounds like we recorded it, like, 15 years ago. So
0: With a potato, so, yes. too.
1: Yes, <laughs> exactly. Potato riding. Well, this computer is practically a potato, but <laughs> does the job. Gets the job. All right. That's Do you have any scene. other tough scenes or is that it? That's all my tough okay. scenes. I just had one. I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> I wrote it down like a week ago. So, But I guess we can go to Cardinals here. Okay. And then wrap up with tough – or uh, say hello, kiss goodbye. Yeah. And then uh, – the, yeah. the wheel spin. Yeah, the wheel spins. <laughs> so uh, I'll start this one off. The Cardinals have played five series since we last recorded. A five-game series against the Cubs – at Wrigley, which we won three games to two. Um, Then we had three – we had a really bad week of baseball. Uh, We got swept by Tampa, and then two out of three versus Cincy, but we're a Tommy Edmond ground ball instead of a home run away from being like we just had a one-in-five week. Um, And then four with Pittsburgh, which we played good. That was the Paul Goldschmidt-Miles Michaelis series, which we'll talk about. That could have been a uh, tough scene as well, Miles Michaelis. And and then three at Fenway, which we just lost two out of three, but Boston's a good team. So the Pittsburgh one I think is the most intriguing one to talk about. There was so much that happened in that series. Um, first of all, I Paul Goldschmidt had a great day. He had three home runs and eight RBIs over the course of two games, a doubleheader. In the second game, uh, with pretty much no bullpen left, the Cardinals, Miles Michaelis. He pitches uh to one strike left in the ninth inning of a no hitter and then the guy hits a line drive to center field. Double and it drops for a hit with two strikes and two outs in the yeah. ninth inning. So Bader almost made a hell of a play too, but Yeah, it was yeah, he was just playing so far in. He he tracked it pretty well. He was just a little bit offline. Even if he took like a perfect route to the ball, it would have still had to have been an amazing play mm-hmm. for that to happen. But Michaelis was running on fumes. He had like 130 pitches. That's <laughs> um, funny though. Yeah. But yeah, good effort by him. Yeah. Great game, regardless.
0: No, yeah, that's why I would say it's not even a tough scene. That was a hell of a performance. Does suck, but you know that's
1: well. A hell of a performance I thing. I just
0: major league baseball to almost throw a no hitter. Pretty amazing. Although yeah. they did score a run, so.
1: But that was at Juan Yapez's uh, masterclass. <laughs> Fly ball to Juan Yapez, and he just lets it drop like two feet to his left. So, <laughs> And the guy's all the way on third base. <laughs> and then uh, the very next day after the doubleheader, it was a, a night game, the final game of the series, and Jack Flaherty pitched. So he didn't do like amazing, but he's back. Um, hopefully, this is the last time we have to say that because I feel like. He's been injured a few times. And we've had to say Jack is back. So hopefully, this is the last time.
0: I remember talking about him at the beginning of the season, just being like, well,
1: he'll probably be back at around this time. Yeah. And now he is. Yeah. He was supposed to have one more start in the minors, but they just went ahead and moved him to the big leagues. So speaking of the Pirates, they just called up a stud,
0: O'Neill Cruz.
1: Basically, Willie Mays.
0: The guy that just is so tired of being. Held hostage in the minors. He's so ready to come up.
1: Yeah. He has uh he he has the potential to be like a Willie Mace. He is one of the fastest guys I've ever seen and he's six seven. Yeah, he's literally he Judge's height. Yeah, he's Aaron Judge, but he's faster than Aaron Judge and he hits home runs like Aaron Judge. Um and he's a shortstop, which is really weird. Yeah. That tall of a guy, that tall shortstop. guy
0: at shortstop is weird. Yeah, I. this super weird. Um, runs like a runs like a deer. Kind of reminds me of just like a, a typical uh, NFL tight end today, to where now they've
1: evolved into fast, tall guys. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. So except this guy, it, I remember he played against us, the Cardinals last year in a game, and there was like a one-two pitch, and it was like a curveball in the dirt, and he just like went to foul it off, and he hit a home run. Like that's the type of power that this guy has. He's he's literally has steroids in him, but it's just like natural. So ridiculous. <laughs> Paul Goldschmidt is the NL MVP at the moment too. Yeah, running away with the, the NL, NL MVP. MVP.
0: We've uh, had a swing. Originally, it was Arenado running away with the NL MVP, but as the season progressed, it's actually now uh, Paulie. Yeah. So uh, so
1: I yeah. uh, I remember the the gift from last year. It was uh, Paul Goldschmidt running away with the there's 2021 a new one. MVP. Well, the, the yeah. other one was better. The 2021 MVP was better because it was like him like running at the Cardinals spring training camp, and it was just like him doing a sprint. Uh, I don't know. I like this one better. The one running, running the towards league. the brawl. Oh, yeah, the brawl in the Mets game. It's just him like leaping over the dugout and running. <laughs> it's it's know. a good one too. but And then DeYoung may be back because apparently O'Neal's hurt again. Tyler O'Neal, uh, so we need another player. Gross. Maybe Newt Barr that we call up. Maybe Corey Dickerson, I hope not. I'd rather, Gross. I'd rather just play a never-watch Cardinals baseball again than have to watch him. Um, no, that's not true. He's not that bad. He's pretty bad, though. But young, he's been doing good in the minors, but I hope that I never see him again. <laughs> I'll be honest, there's just, there's just nowhere for him to play, so... We got Brendan Donovan. We're good.
0: Love Brendan Donovan,
1: dog. You talk about a guy that has dog in him, Brendan Donovan.
0: I remember when
1: uh we went to the game and I was really hyping him up. Remember the other mm-hmm. couple weeks? Ago? I was like, man, he is just silky
0: smooth in the field and he's pretty solid with the bat. He's playing awesome. Um, yeah, I hope he can keep it up somehow. But uh, yeah, uh. Say hello, kiss it goodbye.
1: Yeah, wrap up the show here. Um, my say hello is
0: uh, the sports abyss. I don't know if I've mentioned this uh, a couple weeks ago, but I dread this time of year. Luke, not as much. He's more of a baseball guy. But for me, this is a really tough time of year. Uh, NBA, over, no college basketball, no NFL, no college football, And the only thing left is this end of this possible sweep by the Avalanche in the NHL uh, Finals Stanley Cup playoff. So, it's tough. Uh, The only thing I really have to look forward to, because as many people know now, I'm not a huge baseball guy. I do love love All-Star Weekend. weekend. Yes, I was going to mention that too. But uh, another thing I'm looking forward to is FCC Media Days coming up in July. And that's kind of gets me ready to go, but yeah, tough times for sports watchers out there who aren't the biggest baseball fans. Well,
1: even me, I'm a, I'm a big baseball guy. I consider myself a baseball enthusiast, but even this time of year, it gets kind of dreaded out because it's the middle of the season. It's the dog days, right? Dog days of where you can kind of get lost. Like the beginning of the season, excitement is there because it's like a new season. Every team can compete, you know? And at the end of the year, it's the pennant race. You know, who's going to make the playoffs? Who's going to win the divisions? But in the middle of the year, it's just kind of like baseball, you know? Like, if you win, you know, good. If you lose, then oh well. You have time. Every game, like, it doesn't feel like it means as much in this time of the year, even though it means the exact same amount. But um, Cardinals do have a big series with the Brewers this week. We're tied. We have the exact same record. So in Milwaukee, a four-gamer. So, I mean, that's a little bit of excitement, I guess, you know. It's a big pressure-filled division series for the Cardinals. But then after that, it just kind of gets, you know, until All-Star Week, it's just kind of meh. It's just baseball, you know. Um, The Cardinals, I I did tweet out about, like, guessing the MLB All-Stars. And as I was doing the Cardinals, I was like, man, the Cardinals could have actually a lot of All-Stars. So it could be a fun week here in St. Louis, All-Star Week comes, because Goldschmidt's going to be an All-Star. Tommy Edmonds going to be an All-Star. Probably Arenado. He's going to be a reserve, probably. Um, maybe Miles Michaelis and Ryan Helsley. So that's five guys that can make it. And maybe Brendan Donovan. I think there's, like, hints of him. And then, of course, there's been the talk, like, have Albert Pujols come back as an honorary nomination, which Manfred is not – cool enough to do that so it won't happen but
0: nah, I wouldn't want to rip off another player though to
1: well, bring it, in Albert it would be kind of like
0: when well, they that's... did
1: uh like for the NBA a few years ago like when they brought back Dirk and Dwayne Wade they just like added another spot they didn't like take it away mm-hmm. it was just like an honorary respect moment they are both retiring or like in 2001 when Tony Gwynn and Cal Ripken Jr. went out they retired in the same year they did the same thing for them so I guess we just need someone on the American League side. Maybe Miguel Cabrera, have him be honorary nominee with Albert Pujols. But um, yeah, definitely an an abyss. But it is summer, so you can kind of just do stuff yourself.
0: <laughs> I guess just yeah. My
1: um, say hello is the internet. It never fails um, during the NBA Finals. Steph Curry and Seth Curry's father Dell was spotted in the crowd. <clears throat> uh with another woman. Obviously, him and Sonia. And Sonia have been divorced for a little bit now. Um, so, you know, he he's obviously just remarried or redating, or I don't know if they're married or not, but they're together. But the internet put together the the same person that Sonia, I think, cheated on Dell with is the hu- was the former husband of the woman that Dell has now. Yeah. So they just did. They just did a wife swap.
0: They wife swapped.
1: Yeah, and it's so wild that th- somebody on the internet like went in is like, hmm, they look familiar, and found a family picture of them, and were like, look at this, look at this. Ah. Yeah. It never fails how how good the internet can be.
0: Yeah, and it's another a credit to Steph, Steph Curry
1: to playing through the wife <laughs> <swaps>. <laughs> Yep
0: of his family um
1: i don't think he really cares though he probably knew it already yeah so. but it's so it's interesting so
0: yeah uh my kiss of goodbye is uh this was one of the best springs that i can ever remember in my lifetime growing up in missouri and by that i just strictly mean the weather this spring was really good there yeah. was a lot of 50 and 60 degree days, and I appreciate those. And there was a ton, and I mean ton, of low to mid-70 days in Missouri during the spring this year. And we had our decent rainfall as well. It wasn't too much. Yeah, it wasn't too much, though, and awesome weather. So far, this – I mean, like I said, this was one of the best – this is the best spring I can ever remember in my lifetime growing up in Missouri – uh, it ends tomorrow. Summer officially begins.
1: I think summer began last week.
0: I mean, yeah. You know, I
1: just... It's so hot.
0: Calendar. Yeah. Spring. The official is date. ending, but ending.
1: Uh, that means it's the longest day of the year, though, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. But, uh, yeah. Thank you for a real spring, Mother Nature. In Missouri, we usually just go from uh, a couple inches of snow to eighty-five and ninety in the spring. For some reason we were able to skip that this year. So uh Yeah. Yeah and have true. a real spring. So that was really cool. hmm Appreciated
1: that. Me do too. I mean, it's gonna be sad to kiss it goodbye because now we have a hot summer, but yeah. I'm just glad we got to experience a spring. <laughs> you know, yeah. It was very I, cool. I really like last year's wasn't that
0: bad. Uh like it was a little bit more of a regular like a normal spring that other states have, but this year was truly a spring. So that was really nice in the past. I remember been there's been a couple, couple of springs where are. we've had plenty of snow and then just straight heat after that. So,
1: yeah. My kiss of goodbye is overrating QBs. Um, because obviously fans are going to overrate QBs, but it's now passed on to the players, uh, and particularly the receivers. Um, my first complaint is a guy who's been doing it the entire off season. And I don't even think he means it. I think he's just doing it to do it. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> every single time he talks to the media, they're like, how's Tua? How's Tua? He's like, oh, he's better than Mahomes. What? He's more accurate than Mahomes. No. I, I, he said something this week, like, Patrick, uh, he, he makes plays happen, but Tua is just a better QB. Mm. Yeah, it <laughs> just doesn't make any sense. And he also
0: me. said, which is partially true, he's like,
1: I'm the reason that
0: Patrick's able to extend those big plays, mm-hmm. completely forgetting that Kelsey does the same thing all the time. Just exactly. Just not as far as downfield.
1: <laughs> exactly. And Tyreek Hill also just, the simple plays, like what Tua does, He does. he's a simple quarterback. That's what Tyreek Hill is not good at.
0: Yeah. Because he doesn't have the greatest hands. I. So. <laughs> trying to think when the last simple quarterback won the super bowl joe flacco ah, even he had some i guess tom brady there was one <laughs> here. Yeah, tom brady you know he he's he's I more, think it was the tom eagles year not the eagles in years. his uh, later years
1: uh the one against the rams was pretty simple yeah yeah so I guess you can win with the simple. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And then uh, also, this, I think it was maybe last week. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. He's like, oh, yeah. Derek Carr is just as good, if not better, than Aaron Rodgers.
0: Did he say that if not better? Or maybe I
1: think that was added on by. Uh, that could be. But he said, he's like, Derek Carr is as good as Aaron Rodgers. He
0: said, They're I'm playing QB. I'm pretty sure he said Derek Carr can do just as. Much as Aaron Rodgers
1: like with the football, that might have been it. Which is simply not true, because no one can do what Aaron Rodgers. I've never seen anyone do what Aaron Rodgers can do with the football, and that is literally have bring off a nobody who maybe played D three college football and then took a four year break, bring him back to the Packers and then have him have multiple one hundred yard games. That's a Jeff janice guy right there. That's what Aaron Rodgers did with them in his prime, and he's gonna have to do that this year with a few receivers because we have nobody. So yeah, um,
0: we'll see how that works out. Honestly, with Lazard, but Watson, Christian Watson, I'm a big Christian Watson guy. Mm-hmm. So I hope he has a great uh, season with the Packers and career. But he's you
1: have to also keep in mind that he's a rookie that never played FBS. Yeah, so but, uh, and if he's your number one guy then. And, I hope he's good. I think he will be good, but it's usually, be tough. Uh,
0: at the end of the day, catching the footballs, catching the football though, so you'll be able to find out usually pretty early. Yeah, but I think he'll be fine. Like Hopefully, said, he has he super fast, uh, great hands in college, and a solid route runner. So,
1: yeah, I mean, hear this, hear this: Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Christian Watson. One great rookie wide receiver after another. <laughs> one of them just doesn't happen to be from Louisiana. So well, there's. I think this, this is a coach Joe
0: Awesome rookie wide receiver year. Uh, I'm. I think the one I've grown to be super excited about is Chris Olave mm-hmm. and, and Jameis Winston. Yeah, with Jameis because Jameis keeps going. Oh, he's just silky smooth, and I just can't wait for that. He is. Um, I can't. He, he is, is. Yeah. I mean, that's the exact words that we use to describe him when he was at Ohio State. So I can't wait for that.
1: Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, that's my tough scene. It's probably just going to get worse. Tyreek will say, continue to say things about Tua, and there'll probably be another QB that gets overrated as well. So just don't, don't get influenced by these receivers because –
0: feeling they don't know what they're talking about so just keep it is interesting answer, that yeah. we think we know what we're talking about though when NFL receivers don't know what they're talking about it is interesting to think that we no
1: i i think we do though
0: <laughs> all right so uh this is it is time for oh do you have it pulled up no i don't uh okay so you go ahead and pull it up and i'll talk about it uh if you don't remember from a couple weeks ago our NFL wheel spins where we Look at the team that was spun on the thirty-two team wheel spin, and we think about it for like five seconds, and then we have a minute to talk about it—about thirty seconds each—and uh, yeah, to kind of get us ready for the NFL season coming up. Uh, we've done Atlanta. I think did we do the Raiders?
1: Yeah, and the the Commanders.
0: Yeah, and the football team. Yep. Okay.
1: You have a timer pulled up?
0: I can pull that up. Yeah. All right.
1: So I have the I have the wheel pulled up. I didn't delete the other team, so if we just get a repeat, then I guess spin we won't again. talk about them. All right. Here we go with the spin. Slowing down. Texans? Nope. Falcons. Oh, Panthers.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. You have the timer. Oh Shit. my Panthers. Fuck. Okay. Uh well, if they trade for Baker, they might have a fighting chance for uh no, they don't have a fighting chance. <laughs> they they have no fighting
1: chance. There. Uh, is, Matt rule's dead in the water.
0: Yeah, he's he's a dead man walking. If you remember from that uh coach's picture from a few months ago. Uh they do have DJ Moore and they do have some solid defensive players. But uh, they suck. they They're-
1: I mean, non-competitive to, team.
0: Yeah, they're trying to develop Matt Corral, I would think. At yes, least exactly.
1: Um, Sam and- Darnold is crazy. He says he's a top 10 QB in the league. Yeah. And he can't even hit a receiver 10 yards in front of him, so yeah. he sucks.
0: He, he's horrible. He sees ghosts. Um, like, and the reason why I don't think they even have a fighting chance is you literally have the Falcons, who were the best of the worst last year. You have the Saints, who were awesome until Jameis got hurt. And then you have the Buccaneers and Tom Brady who almost went back to the Super Bowl last year. And that's that.
1: One minute Last place team. They suck. They'll probably be at the bottom like five team in the entire NFL top five pick. All right, time to eliminate them. And then we'll do another one just because we missed a week, which we may miss another week here. Yeah, coming up. Due to more trips, so we'll see. And the next team... It will be, oh, boy, 49ers or 49ers. <clears throat> All righty. San Francisco. I will start with this one. Tell me one. I hate this team. All right, I hate them. They own us. I had to tell them Happy Father's Day yesterday because, as a Packers fan, it's self-explanatory. Their defense is insane. Their special teams is obviously insane. won them the game last year in the playoffs. Um, Jimmy G, Trey, Trey Lance situation Lance, is going to be really interesting this year. I think it will be Jimmy G to start, honestly. I, I don't think Trey Lance is going to be ready yet. So,
0: Yeah. Um, I think fat-ass Debo Samuel is all talk. Yeah, he's staying. Yeah, he'll play. He, I think he is staying. He's uh, getting a contract too. And that was a wild sequence, but that's just the new norm nowadays is to act crazy and delete all your social media stuff to get a new contract. Uh, I think their defense is still going to be pretty dang good. Uh, I think they still need a little bit of help in the secondary, honestly. Uh, But they have one of the best coaches in the NFL.
1: Offensive minds in the NFL. Uh,
0: But we'll see if they can actually get back to the big one.
1: Tough division as well.
0: Very true. Very true. All right, those are our two minutes for the Panthers and the 49ers. And I'll have to make sure to knock those off to make sure that we know that we've done them. I did. Oh, wow. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, that's our show. Um, four NFC teams out of the first five spins. So, yeah, that's <laughs>
0: weird. But um, so, yeah, that's our show. Thanks for listening. Hopefully, the audio is way better this week. Um, might try. To, I think what you're leaving on Saturday.
1: Yeah, so maybe a Friday.
0: Show. Yeah, might. Friday show, it might not be very long because not a whole lot's probably going to happen <laughs> well, now and then. but
1: Probably have a Stanley Cup champion.
0: Yeah, except <laughs> we probably will have a, a Stanley Cup champion due to a sweep yep. in Tampa Bay. But uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, we're trying to get back to our normal schedule. Uh, follow us on Twitter to get updates and see some other stuff on the show. Am I might do an FAQ this week. Some content yeah. for the show. So stay yeah. tuned on Twitter for FAQs.
1: We did one a few weeks ago and it was really, really fun. Yep. So, so yeah. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.